0: Alright, so to bring Summer's Great Adventure to a conclusion and to bring our PG series to a conclusion, we invited the kids to join us today. So, It's tough to find a PG movie that I feel like we can do kids. I was going to do Finding Nemo, but uh, that's G. So I went with the sequel, Finding Dory. Each week we've been uh, doing a movie title and talking about parenting, and so parental guidance suggested. PG is the name of this series. I think the best thing we can do right now, and I didn't do this with any of the other movies, is to see the trailer, Finding Dory. Hello? Did you hear that? What was that? You're what? Stan, I just, I heard someone say hello. Yeah, there's a lot of fish here. Anybody, literally anybody could have just said hello. hello. There. Where am I looking? There. Oh. Hi, I'm Dory. Yeah, well, where are your parents? Hi, I've lost my family. Where did you see them last? I forgot. I was looking for something and I, okay, totally get it. Date night. I suffer from short-term memory loss. It runs in my family. At least I think it does. Where are they dory there you Guys. are look out ah. oh look at this our friend got taken into whatever this place is it's a fish hospital i feel fantastic dude name's hank i have to find my family that's a hard one kid well i guess you're stuck here you're not helping down i lost my family that is so sad you weren't a great swimmer. Our friend is in there lost, alone. Bailey, you've got to use your echolocation. Ooh, I feel stupid. Poor baby. Let me get that for you. Woo! Mom! Dad! She should just pick two and let's go. Dad. What? I'm kidding. I get the feeling they're shushing us for a reason. Like something with one big eye, tentacles, and a snappy thing? Well, that's very specific, but something like that. <laughs> Somewhere out there is my family. I can't find them on my own. Hang on, Dory! Surf's up, dude! me. I don't want to be touched! Sorry. That's okay. Everybody does it. Nothing to be ashamed of. Ah, I trust Becky. You trust Becky. Becky's eating a cup. Ah. Just keep swimming. Mom! Dad! Does this mean we have to say goodbye? Dory? I don't know why I thought I could do this. Dory, you are about to find your parents. And when you do that, you'll be home. Sea lions. They are natural predators. They could pounce at any moment. Huh, mate, don't you worry? You don't, j- don't you worry about a thing. So, Finding Dory. Great movie. I enjoyed it. We're going to take some lessons from Finding Dory connect it to life lessons that are um, for all of us, but particularly, we're going to kind of key in on fathers, and especially towards the end. Finding Dory. Here's the focus for today. We all need help finding our way home. I'm not going to try to give you the whole story of Dory, but... She's lost. She's lost her parents. She's going to find her way home. She's got a problem. She's got short-term memory loss. She remembers nothing. And so uh, she's busy trying to track based on very little bit of memory. Now, the connection for us is that we all need help finding our way home. And this is Father's Day. We're finding our way home to the Heavenly Father. And uh, there's a lot of things that we can learn from Dory. Point number one is this. Don't let your weaknesses stop you. She has memory loss. All her friends say, there's no way you're going to be able to find your parents. You can't even remember what took place five minutes ago, and she can't. That's part of the delightful uh, aspect of the movie. There's forgetfulness all through the thing. But she doesn't let her weaknesses stop her. She continues to look and look and look for her family and kind of go forward as best she can, and and she keeps figuring out, like what we say, what her next step might be, and she keeps following. She doesn't let her weaknesses stop her. Don't let your weaknesses stop you either. Here's what Paul says about weaknesses. One of my favorite verses um, from 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 9. In fact, this church gave to our family a, a porch swing bench with a piece of this verse engraved in the top um, that we have on our front porch. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Why is it that God's power works so well through our weaknesses why is it that God didn't want to remove this thing that Paul wished that he would remove and prayed three times it would be removed? And this was the answer. No, I'm, I'm keeping this here for you because you need it to remain in a weak place so that my strength can be made manifest. Fathers, this is particularly important for us. Sometimes we feel inadequate as dads, but that inadequacy is actually something to get us to the place where we ask help. And we're not good at that, to ask God to help us to be the fathers that we need to be. When we ask for help, now God enters in and he receives glory and honor when we lean upon God and ask him to help us in our parenting. And so, like Finding Dory, don't let weaknesses stop you. In fact, let your weaknesses strengthen you as you lean upon God. Point number two, what's so great about a plan Part of the charm and delight in the story about Dory is that she doesn't have a plan. She can't remember a plan to begin with. And uh, she's constantly going based on kind of her instinct. And she tends to be right. She doesn't have a plan. She just kind of goes based on whatever happened whatever it feels like in the moment to do. I don't actually recommend that style of living for individuals to every moment just go and whatever feels right right now because we are not creatures of instinct. God has created us with a will. And so, what's so great about a plan? Don't let the movie fool you. There is a plan. Everything works out great because there are writers writing the movie. They know where Dory is heading. They move everything perfectly to make it work out for a great movie. That's just like us. God is writing our story as well. And if we can connect our plans With God's plan, now that is dynamic. In fact, that's what we read in the scriptures. So here's a scripture from Proverbs that reads this way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. So this is quite different than the movie will present itself. I love there's a little quote in in the movie where they're actually trying to figure out what to do based on what Dory would do. And there's almost a quote, what would Dory do? Which Christians usually ask, what would Jesus do? It's kind of a funny little parallel there. What would Dory do? She kind of goes on gut instinct in the moment. What would Jesus do? He asks the Heavenly Father. He trusts in His Father. He takes a step to honor His Father. When we match our plans, And we try to connect our plans with what is your plan. And we're busy trying to connect our plan with God's plan. One, two, three, boom! We've got power in the equation where He is going to bless our life and cause our life to bring glory and honor to His name. Point number three. Dory has a little motto that she runs by. When she doesn't know what to do, when she's frightened, when she's anxious, she sings this little motto, "'Just keep swimming.'" Just keep swimming. And it really helps her. It's, it's, a, it's to help her to stay positive and not to be afraid. Just keep swimming. Just move forward. Don't get stuck in, in the fears and the baggage and the problems. Just keep swimming. And it's a great motto for Dory. And we learn from Scripture a motto that's a lot like this, and it comes from Jesus, and it reads this way in Matthew. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. And everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Keep on asking. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. It's a lot like Dory's little motto, and there's mystery in it. The mystery is that God is going to show up. And sometimes we got to keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep at it and we're not sure what's happening in the process as we keep moving forward whether asking, whether seeking, whether knocking. But if we keep doing this, God promises and assures that we are making our way closer to the answer, to the solution, to his presence, to his spirit, to his kingdom. Keep on asking, keep on seeking. I want to finish with a story. That was quick, wasn't it? I want to finish with a story that is particularly pointed towards fathers. I believe that in our day, fathers do not really adequately see how important their role is. And I think this story gets at it rather well, and I'm hoping that this will impress upon each of us dads to be asking, to be seeking, to be knocking, to keep on that fatherhood path where we're depending upon God. We're asking him for help where we stay after it. Paco Amador is a pastor in a little village on Chicago's west side. He lives in a neighborhood rife with gang violence. He tells the following story about being invited to lead a prayer vigil for a young man who had been gunned down by a rival gang. When I arrived at the vigil, a large crowd of young people, including many known gang members, had already gathered around the sidewalk where I would be praying. I wondered, what should I do? What should I say? I felt fearful and inadequate. Yet I also knew that they had gathered for this prayer vigil. So, amid my fears, I prayed silently Jesus, what do you want me to do here? As I looked out over the crowd, I realized most of these scary looking gang members were just kids, mostly in their mid or late teens, with some in their 20s. I was old enough to be their father. They had surely been told repeatedly by authority figures how wrong their actions were and how foolish gang activity was. But as I looked at these hurting teenagers, I wondered, what would Jesus say to these young people? So I asked permission to speak from my heart, and this is what I said. Since most of you are half my age, I'm the age of your father. Would you allow me to address you on behalf of your fathers? I know you have heard plenty of times that this back and forth violence in our neighborhood is complete nonsense. You've been told how destructive gang behavior is, but today, on behalf of your dads, I want to say to you what should have been said a long time ago. My son, my daughter, Would you forgive me for not being there for you when you were little? Will you forgive me for not being there when you took your first steps? Will you forgive me for not being there to play catch with you when you were young? Will you forgive me for leaving you when you most needed me? As the words poured from my lips, I could not control myself. Tears ran freely down my cheeks. And to my surprise, many of them started to weep with me. Something special happened in that moment. Following the gathering, they started to trust me, even though I had no credibility in their world. I hadn't shared their life, but I had shared their pain. So many... Children don't even know what it is that they're missing. But they're missing their fathers. So dads who are here, I applaud you. I'm so glad that you're here. I encourage you to keep swimming. To keep asking. To keep believing. To keep pouring into your kids. To keep praying for them. To keep your promises to be there for them, to be there with them. Our community is better for it. They are better for it. They will love you for it. And you will be blessed if you'll just keep doing what you've committed to do as dad. Would you pray with me? Father God, we have, even in our community, children who are needing more than what they are experiencing. We have, even in our community, uh, hurting kids, hurting families, hurting dads, hurting moms. Lord, we ask you to be our father. Help us to find our way home. We've forgotten too. Our memories aren't so good. We sure thank you for sending us a savior. And sending us the help that we need. A Savior who says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving us. Lord Jesus, thank you for making a way. Lord Jesus, thank you for being the truth, for not allowing us to just buy the self deception that it's okay to go and do our own thing. Lord Jesus, help us to want to follow you, to be an example to our kids, to be a a center of love, a hub of love, where you just pour your love into our lives, that we might bless those around us. Whether they're our children, or any children, or even a neighbor, God, bless me so that I can be a blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.